Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's really no big story to get to to start the show, but there's a lot of little stuff that has transpired over the last couple of days and even today, and I want to get to each and every little bit of info, and we have plenty of time to do so over the course of the next five hours as we go to 5 a.m. A nice welcome back to the overnights for me as I'll be here. Don't you worry, I'm back, and I'm not going anywhere, at least for the next foreseeable future here. All my vacation days I feel like I've used up. Was off the last two days. You know, last week had a couple days. Was in Aruba a couple weeks ago. Now we get set to have baseball season uh, on the horizon here, and I'm going to be nestled in for all of it as I look forward to, of course, that. And, you know, that's where I want to begin today with first, and we'll get into plenty of Yankee stuff because there's a lot of juicy stuff there. Aaron Boone, tell me uh, tell me you think I'm crazy without telling me that I'm crazy. I mean, dude, come on. Josh Donaldson uh, and, and John Carl Stanton in right? Anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, you know, one thing that has kind of been bothering me for the last several years is the fixation that the media has with Steve Cohen's three- to five-year championship proclamation. Now, I don't understand why media members are taking that statement in a literal sense. Well, I mean, it's like the countdown has been on since day one. Well, here we are, year three, still no championship, getting closer to that window that you said. He never guaranteed, Cohen, he never guaranteed a championship. You have to understand that results may vary. I mean, the question was asked. He said, well, I mean, I'd hope to win one, or I don't, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was basically, I expect to or hope to win one in three to five years. Okay, so what's going to happen, let's say, when the Mets don't win a championship after year five is complete? Then what? Is the media going to look to say, oh, oh, we told you so. You didn't win a championship. Now what? What do you think Steve Cohen's going to say? Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm disappointed. But guess what? I'm going to try even harder moving forward. The bigger deal than the three- to five-year window is how Steve Cohen builds his team year in, year out. And would anybody with a functioning brain argue that Steve Cohen has not done more, more than anybody else? He's gone above and beyond. He's done everything and then some to put his team in a position 
to compete to win a World Series. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Matter of fact, it's hard to. Some wouldn't even say it's likely. I mean, think about what happened last year. You won 101 games, you get bounced in the first round. Bleep happens. You know, the Yankees, who do this every year and have been doing it every year for the last, what, 30, 35 years? I mean, dating back as far as we can remember. The Yankees go out there and try to, to their credit, put together a team that could win a World Series basically every single year. And they haven't gotten to one since 2009. It happens. Sometimes luck is involved. But all you can ask for as a fan of those teams is to have an owner that puts the team in a position to win. So why are we fixated? I shouldn't even say we because I'm not. But why are people, to a point where Cohen, when he met the media yesterday or on Monday now, has returned officially to Wednesday morning here on The Fan. Why people, when Cohen met the media Monday, even bring up the stupid three- to five-year window? And Cohen, to his credit, is like, yeah, it's something, if I could take back anything, that's it. And he went on to say, basically, okay, like he didn't mean that he was trying to take that statement back, but... The fact that people are harping on it when the reality is it's out of his control. If Steve Cohen could buy a world championship, he would. You can't say that about all the other owners. Obviously, they don't have enough money to do that. They don't have the desire to do it, whatever it may be. Steve Cohen has done his part. He's done more than anybody could ask for. So what more do you want from the guy? Oh, it's year four, still no championship. Like, what do you think the – and I'm talking to the dumb media members who keep bringing it up, or anybody else, whether it's fans or anybody else that brings it up, but it's obviously the media that continues to harp on it. And look, I get it. People got a job to do, stories to write, whatever. It's become a thing, but they're making it a thing when the reality is it's not. What's more important, the result in a five-year period or – what Steve Cohen has done here, building the Mets. You know, when that three- to five-year window, and I forget the exact timeline of it, but I'm pretty sure that was one of his initial press conferences. When that three- to five-year window took place, that comment took place, was Max Scherzer even a thought? Remember, people before Max Scherzer signed with the Mets, people were still LOL Mets. They weren't trusting even a Steve Cohen-led team. They didn't believe it yet. It was still LOL Mets. Oh my God, Steven Matz left. Oh my God, Noah Syndergaard burned him. He left. Then he got Max Scherzer. Then people started to pay attention. Then they started to say, oh, things might be a little different around here. And honestly, that was even just the beginning. People should have known before then. People should have taken it really seriously then. But there are still people, maybe prior to this offseason, people that still doubt. Grom or whatever. I mean, he brought back Nemo. He overpaid for Nemo just to keep him. There's, there's nothing. Steve, they didn't want Degrom. It wasn't at that price. It wasn't a good investment. What else could Steve Cohen possibly do to make you understand that things are and will be different moving forward? So forget the three to five year championship window. If it happens, great. And by the way, if it does, he's going to let everybody know he told you so. He's already King Cohen. You refer to him as King Cohen, not Steve Cohen. King Cohen. Every team, 
every fan of every team wishes they had an owner that would operate like Steve Cohen. Talking about how when I do things, I don't halfway, I go all in. This guy wants to win just as badly as any Met fan out there. That's all that you could ask for. That's better than a three- to five-year championship winner. You know, he says that, and all of a sudden people go, ooh, ooh, three to five years. Like, they don't realize that he can't actually control it. Oh, by the way, he's done everything he can within his control to make sure that they he puts that team in a position to achieve those lofty goals. And they should have high expectations. Why not set those type of goals? Would it have been worse if he said every year, I want to win this year? I mean, come on. Use some common sense. Three to five year window. So what? What if he doesn't win in year five? So what? He's still the best owner in the sport. In all of sports. And I wouldn't trade him for anything. He's put the Mets on par, at least as far as expectations go, with the top teams in all of Major League Baseball, like the Yankees. And that is, while still new, something that we expect to continue. So I think people got to get off the three- to five-year expectation thing and move on and just understand that this is the greatest thing ever if you're a Met fan. They finally now belong in the conversation with the Yankees, with the Dodgers, with all the top teams and all the top spending. They spend more than everybody else. How quickly we forget where the Mets were. You know, and that leads into the expectations for this team, which are going to be, like it or not, championship or bust. They have a good ball club. And, and you know, look, they anything could happen. But they have a good ball club. The expectation is going to be playoffs and then see what happens when you get there. Now, one thing that Billy Epler said yesterday that I took issue with was the idea that the Mets are not going to be aggressive as far as trading for rentals. Now, I'll give Epler the benefit of the doubt and say that he was referring to maybe a bigger Rental, like Shohei Otani, for example. Maybe he was he had Otani or a specific guy like that in mind that they're not going to go all in and trade the entire farm, whatever they have, for a rental. But the reality is that this team, like every other team, I don't care how good you are going into a season or on paper before the season starts, it's never the same... It, it, you know, obviously, a team changes from what it is opening day roster, as great as it may look on opening day. They change throughout the course of the year. Injuries or poor performance, whatever. There's going to be a move or two that needs to be made for the Mets. And I think in that particular case, where it's a lesser commitment to deal for a rental player, Epler would make that move. He, I mean, he'd be foolish not to. As a matter of fact, they get ripped if he doesn't make that move. But the idea of not going all in for a rental like, say, Shohei Otani, that you could understand because that would include trading Brett Beatty, you know, Francisco Alvarez potentially. Mets aren't looking to rip up their entire farm system for a potential two-month whatever rental in Shohei Otani. So I think that's where he was getting that quote from. Other than that, all is good right now 
in Metland. And we'll get to the Yankees on the other side. I'll get to your call as well, 877-337-6666. You know, the expectations for both teams could not be higher. Some things, though, from the Yankees camp starts to, you know, annoy you if you're a Yankee fan with, you know, the comments about guys who we saw underperform a year ago and the expectations that there's going to be a big bounce back year with Josh Donaldson or the idea of moving Aaron Judge. Like, why would you consider, of all things, moving Aaron Judge? It makes no sense moving Judge from right field to left field to accommodate John Carl Stan. Yankees do some things that just don't add up. And Boone, while he's got to support his players, hey, don't make it like we're the crazy ones. We saw what happened last year with Josh Donaldson. Matter of fact, I think you have to be crazy if you think he's got a bounce back year in him. Anyway, we'll get more into the Yankees on the other side. I want to get into the Jets stuff with Derek Carr. And, you know, look, why wouldn't we trust the Jets franchise to make a good decision when it comes to the quarterback? And also, speaking of quarterbacks, the Giants and Daniel Jones. Hmm, things are getting interesting with the Giants. And, you know, look, they're going to have to make a decision with Daniel Jones. It sounds like, you know, Jones changing agencies and sounds like they're a little bit far apart here. Going to be curious to see how that plays out, and we'll have a much better idea. What's the date there? March 7th or something like that? Uh, Yeah, March 7th, I believe, where they're going to have to make a decision on Daniel Jones, whether to franchise him or not. Uh, Anyway, a lot to get into with that. Where do Giant fans stand with their quarterback? Jeff fans stand with their quarterback? Plenty to get to. And, of course, your calls. Looking forward to talking to you back on the overnight. I missed you guys. You better get at me, 877-337-6666. Your calls on the other side. Sal Licata on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 